Welcome to Nerd Thug Radio, the greatest tag team radio show in the history of the known recorded universe. What's up, Conroe? This is Corey DLG, and with me, as usual, is... Oh. It's Ned here. Yeah, it's just Ned. <laughs> just me. No, uh, no, the captain, Joey Savage, today. What? What's going on? What? He's, he's gone. He's gone missing. Okay, nobody tell anyone, but it's a holiday. We're going to enjoy this. All right, fair It's enough. a party. It's like if the, it's like if the boss isn't at work. <laughs> Everyone just has more fun. Right, yeah, because no one has that fear of their boss just right. looming over. <laughs> Today's the day when none of the coworkers switch back over to Excel every time they hear the footsteps down the hallway. They yeah. just stay on the fantasy football website. Exactly. They're, they're fine. They're not worried. Yeah, they don't care. That's us. Today, we here at Nerds Like Radio just don't care. Uh, happy Friday, everybody. Hope everyone's week went well, and I hope the week is wrapping up as I speak. Nico, how are my levels? I feel a little loud. Am I too loud? Do you think I'm too loud? No, you're good. You're good. All right, all right. We'll leave it right here, because this is where the party's at. Um, so that you can hear us right now on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, or if you're streaming us, you're hearing us worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We do our business at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. And as always, we've got the website, www.nerdthugradio.com. That's where we post the boudoir photos of myself. It's true. I've seen them. Yeah, enjoy it. I mean, it's glorious. It's like if Shamu were sexy. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> well, you know, they, they drew like eyeballs on them to make them look <laughs> like a person a little bit. And, oh, you uh, mean like the anthropomorphic whale? <laughs> yeah, and like I'm the sexy version of that. You know, the street sharks, they had cousins that were whales. <laughs> Did they really? Is yeah, in the that, show. Is, is this the Street Shark canon? No, I'm just, I mean, I don't, I don't know any other version. Like, is there non-canon Street Shark? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Which episode falls out of canon for the Street Sharks? <laughs> episode two. <laughs> I swear to God, if the, shark, if, the, if the Street Shark fan base had things that were in and out of canon, I would be so mad. There's like nine episodes of the stupidest show on TV. This is the greatest television show. The only thing that's even funnier about that is the way that the weird connections it has to pop culture. Like, Vin Diesel made a whole video where he's, like, marketing the toys. Oh, was there really? Yeah, have you oh, not this, seen it? this is amazing. So, Vin Diesel, back in his bouncer days of New York, he's a lot smaller. Uh, actually, looks like he probably could, could fight you. He looks athletic. Um, you, for sure. Uh, yeah, my obviously. Money, my money's solid on him. But anyway, he's literally playing with the Street Shark toys, like the first wave of toys. This is amazing. Like hand puppets and stuff. Wow, this is this is incredible. Vin Diesel is such a part in my childhood that I never realized until yeah. much later. And uh, it's it's weird to watch because it's him. I think it's like a promo video that you would send to like toy buyers, you know? Because you got to know like your toy buyers for your big toy stores. Back then, there were a couple chains of toy stores. There was KB Toys and Toys R Us and all sorts of things that don't exist anymore now. That's a sad truth. Um, and so your buyers would have to be, you know promoted to and marketed to that's such a weird aspect of like marketing it doesn't exist anymore right it doesn't exist at all anymore um nah i shouldn't say that i mean there's definitely some wooing that still goes on on the buyer side right but like not to that level no probably not <laughs> probably not to the point of the marketed video for the right. nine buyers in your industry because like you could tailor it right you'd be like listen kathy we think these toys are fantastic right you should buy them <laughs> yeah because you definitely know or we'll person. come to your house at 12888 chestnut road <laughs> right. Whoa. or we'll show up on your doorstep <laughs> yeah she wakes up to like a decapitated toy like a uh, stuffed toy in her bed like the godfather oh god send her a message a box of street sharks <laughs> on the front porch <laughs> we're gonna make her an offer she can't refuse <laughs> gonna, sorry kathy but you might want to buy those street sharks <laughs> Meanwhile, KB Toys is like, what are we going to do with two million Street Shark toys and a Vin Diesel? Why is he even here? And he's just like watching them load the sharks into trucks. <laughs> That's a sentence you <laughs> That's a sentence you wouldn't say normally. You don't expect that one either, right? Vin. A, <laughs> Vin Diesel watches sharks are loaded into trucks. Two more sharks on this truck, please. Is that Vin Diesel? That's my Vin Diesel. <laughs> Well, who else would it be? I don't know. That doesn't sound like Shark it. Overlord. Shark Overlord. The villain. Vin Diesel. <laughs> the villain from Street Sharks. <laughs> who probably was a humpback whale. I don't know who they fight. I don't know. <laughs> there were other mutants. Like, there was one guy who was definitely like a starfish dude. What's terrifying about that? They Not at all. They literally don't move. <laughs> he was like in a glass helmet or something. <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> This got dumber the longer it <laughs> Like, this is why I didn't make it, but the fans of Street Sharks need to acknowledge some some bizarre things were going on there. 
Yeah. So let's get a giant, a giant starfish. That's what we're worried about. Yeah, right. Giant right? starfish. But more importantly, the sharks can swim in concrete. <laughs> right, and just ruin city streets. And, right, completely and, demolish them. And the rate that streets get repaired, that's like years. Decades, yeah, years. De- decades of, of repairs, never going to be seen again. And it was like one family, too. It was like four brothers. You know they were about to get evicted from the whole city. Right, yeah. They're you like, know, no, you're not, you're not yeah. coming back. What are you, the street sharks? Yeah. Oh, you're the street sharks? Oh, okay. What was that address again? <laughs> right. I'm going to serve you with some official documents. But what are, are you going to do? Stop them? They're just going to swim in your concrete again. Yeah, I am going to stop them. Here's the thing that people don't want to talk about. You could kill a shark, okay? Just walk up a Kappa Street shark right in the back of the head. Right. Leave the other three asking questions. <laughs> That's the truth. Leave our city alone. Right. Just knock one of them off. The other are like, what just happened? Right. They've been worried about <laughs> monster villains this whole time. Right. <laughs> Little they, did they know they, they were need just to worry murdered about by city government. Right, <laughs> murdered by just a general civilian. The cops just try to arrest them. When they go to swim away, they shoot at them. <laughs> He's going underground. Stop him. <laughs> He's going underground. He's running. Shoot to kill. Shoot to kill. God. <laughs> Because that was off of, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle craze. It was, but it wasn't connected, clearly. Right. Uh, also, starfish have, like, a lot of weird regenerative properties. Right, yeah. You I'm a little surprised a biochemical company just didn't kidnap him and just cut him up for the rest of his starfish life. Well, that's pretty intense. Just keep cutting them in half and just having new Yeah, because, like, they regenerate. They don't get cancer. Like, there's all kinds of things you would want to learn from a starfish. Basically immortal. Right. The, a- the size of a human? Come on. Right. Tell me you wouldn't cut that dude up like a cake. Just have a bunch of them. Yeah, I read an article one time about uh, there was a particular bloodline, and it, it had a certain cell in it that was like that automatically fought a, a blood disease of some kind. And so when the doctors discovered it, it was from a, a poor person uh, of color in like the 1940s, 1930s. And the doctor took his blood regularly, and just started coming and taking vials of his blood. And it was growing his blood in supplies and selling it because the cells were so valuable. And tragedy. the dude never knew what was going on. It's so like years and years later, the cell line is named after him and everything, and it's used for studies and all kinds of stuff, and the family had to sue to, like, establish ownership and rights and all that. Right, yeah, because you can't just, like, take someone's <laughs> biological matter, but a starfish, you could. Yeah, right, yeah, totally. That, Doesn't represent in court. <laughs> Free game. Yeah, your honor, he's a six-foot-tall starfish. What do you want me to do? What's his social security number? <laughs> What if he was a person before? What if he has a social security number? What if he had a... <laughs> this is a great tragedy, Your Honor, but the medical benefits far outweigh the gains to society. We're going to have to cut him up. <laughs> Cuts off his arm in right. the courtroom. <laughs> just leave with it. They're like, uh, excuse me, you're in contempt, and you just walk out with an arm. Right. <laughs> I don't know a lot about court, but I don't think that's how that works. Uh, it seems like it would work fire I don't, I don't think he walked this out. Is, this is weird 90s mutant court. This could be... <laughs> The judge is a ferret. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Smelly rat thing. Right. How, what are we doing? How are we doing on time here? We got eight. We're eight minutes in. Oh, so we, we got, got eight minutes to go. Oh god, no, no. four minutes. Oh god. No, we got four minutes. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh uh, yeah. So, no. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, okay. So, so real quick, off the top of your head, name some other stupid cartoons from that craze. Ah, uh, man. So like, I can't really like. That's the number one that comes to my head. Like, I can't really think of anything else. Like, specifically, maybe like. Well, Toxic Avenger was like a movie, though. <laughs> yeah, Toxic Avenger was a movie. But it had, um, didn't it have a TV show? I believe. Because mm, they had figures. I knew that. I think it was based on Swamp Thing. The, the TV show was Swamp Thing. The cartoon was Toxic Avenger. Yeah, maybe. And then and I think you're just kind of mentally mixing them together. Them I always think of Biker Mice from Mars. Oh, man, that's one I don't know. You don't know this one? No, this is new to me. Yeah, dude. So, like, they had motorcycles, and they were, like, in a biker gang. Are they, like, buff mice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think I've seen this before. I want to say one of them had a robot arm. Oh, my God. That's mental. Hang on, I'm going to get the phone out here. Biker oh, man. mice from Mars. Biker mice from Yeah, Mars. and I don't remember who they fought. I don't remember exactly what the story was there, but the premise was that they were biker mice from Mars. Were they on Earth, or they were still on Mars? Oh, good question. No, they were on Earth, and I believe on Earth they're mice-sized. But on Mars they're big? So, look at, look at this sweet promo art. Oh, what is this? This isn't real. Biker mice from Mars. Like, that looks so updated. TV series 06 to 07. Oh, that's... 
wow. <laughs> okay, here you go. Here you go. One of them has a robot arm. This is true. With hearts as big as their helmets, Throttle, Vinny, and Moto, the That's biker the mice from names. Mars, are back and ready to take on all evildoers. Oh, okay. It's that was the second. Sh- oh, in this incarnation, uh, in this incarnation of the cartoon that aired from 1993 to 1996. There you go. That's the that's, that's the, arrow. the original. The mice rumble with no good catatonians, a cat-like race of creatures who seek the greatest prize of the universe, the regenerator. You want to guess who one of the people who voiced it was? Vindy's. <laughs> God, that'd be. Oh God, let me <laughs> scroll through here and see if he's on here. <laughs> no, but two of these are rather interesting. What do you got for me? Ian Ziering was Vinny of Sharknado and 90210 fame. Oh, wow. And um, Luke Perry was Napoleon Brie, I guess one of the cats. What the heck? <laughs> See, like this is like a ridiculous rat-based show. Let's talk about the, the SWAT cats, the cool one. Oh, man, that was a cool show, right? Like, they built their jet out of a junkyard. Right. For a minute, I felt like that was possible. Just, just probably. Do you think so? Like, now I don't think there's any way you could build it from a junkyard. But at the time... Right. Remember there also was a show called Junkyard Wars? Do you remember this? Are you too young for this? Yeah, I think so. Uh, that was a two-way question. That wasn't a yes or no question. That was a yes. <laughs> it was a yes to what? Are you too... Do you remember <laughs> yeah, too, this? Or are you, okay. No, I don't remember. Okay, you're too young. <laughs> How do you fail at conversations this far into the show? I don't even understand anymore. Yeah, Junkyard Wars was... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we have like 30 seconds, so quickly, right? So they they would take these like garage crazed inventors, like put them in an actual junkyard, and then oh, give them a task. Oh, they have to build stuff? They'd be like, yeah, you have to, your task is there's an object on an island. You have to go get it, and you have to build something. You have to go, build a oh, boat okay. that I, also I, has like, wheels. That concept vaguely is yes. like in my head. So they would like scramble around, and then they would see stuff that they liked, and they would go back to the drawing board and be like, we got to find a transmission and build one, and do, 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 do. And they'd have three days. Oh man, that's nuts! And in the in the beginning of the fourth day, they would you would you'd have to make your machine go out there and do its thing. Whoa! Yeah, it was a cool. It was crazy, but at the time, because of shows like that, I was like, yeah, maybe you could build a jet. Maybe not, not. Maybe not that cool, but <laughs> <laughs> could you build a jet that shot cement globs and missiles with cat claws on them? And right, in the SWAT cat survival, we never got. <laughs> I'm gonna do it in person now. Right. I, I don't even know how that like I, don't, I wouldn't even know where to start. I need a plane. Uh, can I get a can I get a plane hole? Right. <laughs> Just a one hole plane. Do you have any where's the plane section? <laughs> Alright, and while we look for planes out in the middle of nowhere, we'll uh, we'll go to break and we come back, more nerd thug radio. About our friends RNA Sports. So, oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Fraser. 75. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible sports wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a 20% off a ticketed item. Yeah, hey, hi. Uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I got to just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio. And great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, Conroe. How is everybody today? It's a big Friday right here on episode, what are we doing, was this 154? Yep. You actually remember the, you remember the number. That's a lot. Look, I'm a professional. Like That's not, never once. Is that that is 100, I am not only a professional, I'm the star, the talent, and the VIP of this show. The okay? VIP? Yeah, the VIP. The, the VIP. VIP. I'm the very important personality. That's VIP. The VIP. Yeah. Come on, man. You know this. You know this, homie. I know nothing. That's true. You don't know a lot. Um, all right, you're listening to us on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. Checking us out on IRLoneStar.com. We're streaming worldwide. That's a, um, that's a lot of places. It is, man. You know what's cool about being worldwide is I can phone up my buddies in Dublin, phone up my buddies in Iceland, phone up my buddies in Australia. I don't call my people in New Zealand anymore. Why? What, happened? Right, what look, happened in New Zealand? Can't talk about it, man. But let's just say what things, the Shire ever do to you. The, the things went down. Okay. Fair enough. 
Anyway, there can only be one ring to control them all, and let's just say that uh, Papa's got it. All right? Cool. Yeah. So New Zealand's got some issues now. But in the meantime, while they're all searching and combing for me, they'll never find me right here in Conroe. But we are worldwide. Do they think you're all over the place? Like, I don't get Yeah, it. every time they hear me, I'm somewhere else worldwide, and they're very confused. They're like... I don't understand. Is he the one eye? I don't understand. Why is he... How is he everywhere? Does he see... Is he Sauron? The one who sees all? I see all. From just Google. a big eyeball? Uh, you know, you know, not a very intimidating villain. <laughs> big spooky eye? Not, right. Not doing it for you? Like, he is sort of the... Like Bill Gates of bad guys. Bill Gates. All right, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to walk me through. All this right, one. okay. So Bill Gates, sweater vest, eyeglasses, rather unimpressive. Right. But a pretty impressive resume portfolio. Like, if someone told you the legend of Bill Gates, you'd be like, "All right, I'm I'm pretty impressed." But if you met Bill Gates, you'd be like, "He's a nerd." Who's this guy? Did he pull <laughs> up in a Civic? Like, true story. Uh, he still drives like an old like Toyota Tercel. Good for him. Right. No, he's trying to stay humble, and he, he wears, like, the $9 Kmart sweater vest. Like, he's rocking it old school. He's like, nothing changes me. Certainly not these tens of billions of dollars. Right. These literal billions of dollars. I think I think he's technically hundreds of millions. I think uh, Jeff Bezos is the only billionaire in the world right now. I, I'm not totally clear on that, actually. But I know Bill Gates is filthy, Hunk. super rich, and is right. in no danger of ever running out of money. But when you look at him, you go, what? That's a fair point. So Sauron, the flaming eye of uh, Mordor, not scary. Not, not, not giant, scary. giant flaming eye is not yeah. scary? I throw Visine at it all day long. Oh, the big meme. Yeah. <laughs> That's some Visine on Just throw Visine at him all day long. And he's like, ow, stop it. Ow, ow. It's ow. supposed to clear irritation, fool. That's right. hurting him. Well, because it's just the bottles. I'm not even going to take the caps <laughs> off. <laughs> They're not even designed to break upon impact. Like I'm just gonna tease him with something he can never use because he doesn't have big giant flaming hands. That's a fair point. Just a giant pile of visine bottles building up <laughs> underneath him, and he can do nothing about it. Right. But he's got the, some of the scariest help in all of movies. Like right, yeah. The mouth of Sauron, all the all the ring wraiths. The yeah, the the dead kings. Those guys yeah. are scary. Um, and then the the Urukai, yeah. like the dark elves. Those guys are mean. Those guys are those guys are crazy. And then when he's fighting the one in the first movie, you just watched it again the day where Aragon he chops off his arm and then he stabs him and the guy still pulls the sword all the way into him and he's like not impressed. Right, yeah, they go they take a lot of damage. Well, I think if I remember right from the books, the white wizard is like is like killing pain and exhaustion from them. That's right. how they get everywhere so quickly, because they just sprint nonstop. That's fair. That's 100%. Um, that is a viable strategy. <laughs> right. Like, if I'm a super wizard and I've got an army of dark elves murder, murderizing villages looking for midgets, I'm just going to have them ignore pain and exhaustion. Right, yeah. Infinity Gauntlet that. <laughs> just Infinity Gauntlet order. <laughs> just give it snaps. You guys don't feel pain or exhaustion. <laughs> Go get them. <laughs> right, okay. But not feeling it, it definitely doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Well, but if you could mentally ignore it, it doesn't. Like, those are two things that your body would power through. Okay, it's sleepy. Okay, well, mentally, I'm not sleepy, so we're good. Right, but isn't it like, like I, guess the, I, guess the, I guess dark elf physiology is not the same as human physiology. What are, you, are you trying to say that if you were not mentally tired, but your body was tired, you wouldn't be able to just keep moving? No, not that. I'm talking about like like lactic acid buildup in your muscles and stuff. No, you're right. It would over time, but no, like not for like a long time. Though. Right. Also, if your mind's ignoring it and you just keep moving, stuff doesn't have time to settle. That's fair, I guess. So that it's building up in your body, but it's not like settling in the joints or anything. You're just going forever. Yeah. And who who knows? The lactic acid buildup of dark elves may be incredibly slow. And let's be clear, like they probably probably burns when they pee because of the lactic acid. Like over time, like when they when they Well, they wouldn't know. It doesn't true. Feel pain. You're right. They wouldn't know, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's <laughs> irrelevant. Nothing matters they'll anymore. Sprint through it. <laughs> Sprinting the whole <laughs> That's the other thing. I don't do they stop for restroom breaks? Everyone hold it, we're gonna stop in six hours. No. They probably just went. <laughs> As they were running the entire Think about that now. Now they're covered in, 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 in pee and poop, and now they're running around murdering people. These are like the scariest things you've ever heard of. And they got like 
janky looking weapons and armor built by a bunch of goblins who don't know anything. Like, <laughs> the they goblins. look terrifying, right? Right, yeah. And the fact that there's just thousands of them just rolling up on you, like, there's no way. <laughs> right. Like, and then when you shoot the first one with an arrow and a critical point and it feels no pain. Right, yeah. You, just, sh- you, shoot him, you shoot him in the chest and he still just, just keeps running through right. it. Right. Ooh. Uh, lots this is of doors. This is, gonna get, this is gonna get weird. And then you gotta think of like all the, the extra stuff they got, like trolls and <laughs> yeah, all the different people with them and all that. And then by the end, it was like a, that was like a weird army, the one that uh, came to Rohan, where it was like siege weapons and stuff, because that was way more organized. Yeah, well, I mean, some of them are smarter. <laughs> there's are like they? there's like different ones with like intelligence levels. Because I mean, if you if you if you do the like the shadow, they did that in Shadow of Mordor. They like, did do that in that game. You're right. There's like there's like captains and stuff. Yeah, like there's people that can move up in the order too. They aren't necessarily smarter, but they can like kill their way up there because it's like, <laughs> they they live by a very strict code of you you can kill me, you can you can take my job. It's a pretty fluid system there. By the way, I would be like the lowest level captain because I'd be completely unmotivated. Like, <laughs> I'm not killing anyone. I'm not moving up this stupid ladder. Let me get ladder. this straight. As long as I'm right here, no one wants to kill me. But if I kill anyone and move up. Someone may want to kill me. I'll stay here. I'll, I'll be I'm here. I'm good. I'm good. Great. <laughs> I'll it's be cool. here. Don't, don't mind me. Yeah. Okay, all the captains, go kill Aragon. Yep, see? Nope, I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> see you guys later. <laughs> Have you seen how many guys he's killed? Yeah. <laughs> he's killed like a million people. You guys are going to run off and leave all your Urukai wives here? Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Just demons. Just hanging out. Hey, ladies. <laughs> Got my weird white hand stamp. <laughs> Just giant paint on your eyeballs, <laughs> visine it. So yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I don't I like powerful and magic and mythically scary. But like every time, I'm like oh no, the eye sees me. F you, man. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, it's a giant eye. Of course, it sees you. What else does it do? <laughs> it's a, see. It's the only purpose he's there for is to send right. his hordes of very strong people to kill you. <laughs> He's like an angry ex-girlfriend just texting all the time. Right, yeah. I saw him. He's on the hill. Right, yeah. And then all the people just roll up trying right. to beat you up. What up? Uh, before we get too, more, too, too much further into this segment, uh, Nico, why don't you tell everybody about Space Cadets Gaming Gaming? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming is a fantastic gaming location that has all your gaming needs. Located on Robinson Road, across from the Woodlands Mall, we have, uh, they got all kinds of games. They got Settlers of Catan. They got Magic the Gap, Friday Night Magic. Want to get down on Friday night with me, Nico DeLaGuardia? <laughs> they got Dungeons and Dragons pretty much every night. Yeah, every night. Um, oh, what else? Oh, yeah. Mention Nerd Thug Radio. Get 20% off your entire ticket. Oh, this is a deal you cannot pass up. Don't pass up this deal. You can save tons on all your gaming accessories and needs. And, uh, yeah, it's it's the place where we like to go. Like, this is our this gaming is the, This store. is the spot. I, I'm there most Fridays. We were going to be there this Sunday. Um, there's going to be a SummerSlam watch party. I don't know if it's public or not, so if you're not supposed to be there, don't be there. But that's where we're going to be. And if you want to come see us before they close, oh no, it'll be closed all day Sunday. Never it's mind. It's a private event. Stop it's going. a private event. Don't come. <laughs> but uh, but like that's that's how much fun we have. We love going to these things. It's uh, BMAX is a good friend of the show. We really enjoy um, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. And as always, we, we appreciate our, the love of our sponsors. What do we got, Nico? What's on the clock here? We got... A minute, let's go. We got a minute? All right, I'm going to tell you, uh, Thursday night, the Jets had their preseason debut. Okay. And you saw the debut of a guy, or the return of a man by the name of Teddy Bridgewater. Who this man? Now, Teddy Bridgewater was the potential great, allegedly, starting quarterback for Minnesota Vikings. Um, his final season before his injury, his final complete season, he actually did make the All-Star game. The oh, All-Pro game. So he's, Good for him. Yeah. Um, it, it was an up-down couple of years, though. There are some people who swear by him and some people who Hate weren't impressed. Forever. Well, no, not, not sort of. Sports are very weird. Yeah. Like, even a guy who wins a lot, there's still a lot of questions. Um, just depending on, like, you got to... He's getting carried. <laughs> you, you want, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, so, Teddy Bridgewater, though, in practice, uh, right before the start of a season two years ago, apparently had one of the most horrific knee injuries Anyone in football had seen in like 20 years. Oh, man. What happened? Did his whole knee explode? Uh, he dislocated the knee joint, but also had some ligaments explode on him. Ugh. And um, essentially, the entire team took a knee when he went down. Oh, wow. So, ominous. Not a good start to your season. And they had Adrian Peterson and a good defense. Minnesota has been in the hunt 
actually every year, even without him, they've gone and gotten other quarterbacks and made it work and have struggled but won enough games with each quarterback. Case Keenum last year was their quarterback of Houston Texans and U of H fame. Um, and so the Minnesota Vikings are a good team, and this they thought Teddy Bridgewater would be the guy to maybe get him over the hump. Took him over a year to get fixed and get ready and get rehabbed. It took him almost two full years, and he made his return to the NFL late last year. Um, played like a cleanup time in a couple games. Then they went ahead and said, okay, we don't need to see any more. You're healthy, but we don't need you. Right. So they cut him at the end of the year. The Jets signed him. I think they gave him 8 or $9 million. And he's in their mix for starting quarterbacks. He's playing mop-up duty in this first game, though. But, yeah, uh, I'm happy for him because having – It's coming back from, like, such a horrific incident. Yes. Having had a pretty bad leg injury myself, I totally respect the rehab process for that. Several. Several bad leg injuries myself. I totally respect the rehab process for that. But also, they, uh, they at one point thought he might lose his leg. Wow. So to go all the way back from that to playing professional football. That's an that's a, that's just an amazing feat of medicine. In athleticism, but right. medicine too. I agree with you. Modern medicine, 10 years ago, they wouldn't have been able to fix this guy. No. I think he would have lost his leg 10 years ago. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, but yeah, so that was that's the NFL is littered with stories like that. I'm going to try and kind of pepper these in throughout the year. Uh, but yeah, so Teddy Bridgewater. Coming back. Coming back. This is his year. This is his opportunity, he feels like. Hopefully, hopefully he gets a couple snaps and someone gets to see what he can do. And I hope he's not done. I hope he's not done because now the hard part is getting a spot somewhere. Right. Because now he looks healthy, but now can he get on a team? Right. That's the real question. And with that, we're going to cut out to a break. When we come back, we got a little bit more Nerd Thug Radio for you. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Abel Andrew Jackson here, the face of professional wrestling. I need you to stand up for greatness and always listen to Nerd Thug Radio. All right, Conroe, how is everybody? This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, and you are listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! You are hearing us on 104.5 and 106.1, the sister stations, or worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. No Joey Savage today. It's just me and the Nico DLG doing the brother thing. The brothers. That's, uh, yeah, it's pretty depressing on my end. I know. I know. Don't <laughs> worry. I'm powering through, everybody. I'm powering through. I'm doing this one for you guys. Uh, anyway, check us out on Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio or on www.NerdThugRadio.com. As always, send some love to our sponsors. See us on Facebook. Interact with us. Send messages. We're pretty awesome. We do we do cool stuff. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of episodes. There are. Um, the podcast drops at 6 p.m. 6.01 p.m. 6.01 p.m. Today. And then on Monday, another one drops. Check them out. Listen to them. Enjoy them because it's quality entertainment for the ears. Family friendly. It's family friendly. That's true, too. I haven't dropped an F-bomb in, I don't know, months. <laughs> it's been years. I make Nico edit them out so right. you don't know where they're at. <laughs> they exist, but where? Who knows? That's right. There are tapes of me saying terrible things, but I make Nico delete them. <laughs> um, before we go too far into this episode, let's just also say a word to our sponsors, Cox ATA. We want to take a minute. Uh, ooh, we want to take a moment and talk about our friends Cox ATA Martial Arts. As a leader in martial arts in North Houston, with two convenient locations in Conroe, next to Academy on 336 and Magnolia, Texas, they have amazing martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in your family. Make sure to check them out at www.coxata.com or search Cox ATA on social media. Mention Earthug Radio and receive 
two free weeks of training. Cox ATA, we teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. It's always a good line. I do, man. I like that line a lot, man. And uh, Caleb's a nice guy. He comes out. He's come out on the show. We're going to try to have him out here again. Soonish. Soon. Soon, soon, soon. Um, Joey handles all the scheduling, so I don't really know. <laughs> you just show up to places. Yeah, I'm, uh, that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what happens. Joey does a really great job of, like, he can keep this stuff straight in his head. I can't do it. Like, if someone says, hey, let's do something Saturday, I would triple book us. Like, I would just be like, okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm free this Saturday. Yeah, we can totally get there. Yeah, no issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next thing you know, I'm going to be like nine places at 8 p.m. on Saturday. <laughs> They're all at the same time. You can turn me into multiple man or something. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how. I, I can't do it. But Joey keeps the stuff straight. Does a good job with that. So we do miss the captain this week on that issue. The captain is gone. The captain. Um, but yeah, man, you know, it's been, the Cox ATA is a cool thing. Sadie's been doing that for a long time. He actually, Joey actually participated for a while. Yeah, when he was doing cartwheels and like jumping around. That was <laughs> so nuts. stupid. So ridiculous. It's like the worst ninja in training ever. <laughs> He reminds me of like the, the little ninjas, the three ninjas or whatever they were called. The three little ninjas? Nope. The, nothing, nothing? Nothing. You don't watch enough movies. I don't watch anything. I don't, how is your childhood and my childhood so different that like <laughs> I did nothing but watch these movies growing up? I'm like a pop culture sponge and you're like, if it's not Japanese, I don't know it. It's not even true because there's a lot of Japanese stuff I don't even know. Right, but the only stuff you know is Japanese. That's a lot of it. That's like that uh, is a lot of it. That's what I. What would you say? Eighty like percent? Yeah, probably something around there. Eighty, ninety percent of your pop culture is foreign. Right. Yeah. Foreigner. <laughs> Build a wall of entertainment. <laughs> Build a wall of entertainment. You can only enjoy American American, American stuff from America. Um. So there's only one major news website that still posts. Uh, what do you want to call these? Cryptid creatures, unknown creatures, mystery animals, creatures. So we're talking like Loch Ness. Like, yeah, Bigfoot. if there's a Loch Ness sighting or a Bigfoot sighting or, for example, currently on this website, I'm going to reveal the, which website do you think this is? Which, which major news site do you think is still posting like unknown animals and stuff like that? No idea. Can't even think of any. I'm going to go ABC, but I know that's wrong. Yeah, it's not even close. You, so you're not even, like, that's your best guess? No. But that's the only one I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. It's Fox News. All right, nice. Fox News, who they don't believe in science necessarily, I guess, but they definitely believe in unknown animals. Right. Cryptids are cool. Cryptids are cool. That's, that's a shirt that we need to... <laughs> We need to get on that. Yeah, we do. I'm going to make a phone call after this episode. You're going to be able to order that by the time this episode airs. That's that's a thing. Um, it's going to have, like, Bigfoot wearing With a sun. suit in a sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses? Yes, yes, absolutely. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm making that happen. Yes. As right soon, now. <laughs> as soon as I get off. Yes. Cryptids are cool. As soon as I leave the studio tonight, that shirt's happening. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, like, they still post, like, weird videos. Like, what do you think this is? And what about this? That sounds right up your alley. It is. It is. It's really the only time I see myself going to Fox News anymore. Don't look at the cryptid news. Yeah, the, the unknown animal section. Um, there's been twice now in the past three weeks that I've gone. Um, they just had one today where some sort of furry animal washed up on shore. Oh, those are always weird. And so they found enough scientists to say they don't know what it is for Fox News to be like, it's a new animal or a washed up woolly mammoth. Or a sharktopus. Like, they don't know. They have no idea. It's right, okay. So, like, that really messes me up when they're like, oh, yeah, this is something we've never seen before. But it's because, like, water messes things up, right? So right, when yeah. something washes up on shore, it doesn't look right. No, yeah. It's like the, is it like a, like a raccoon or something had washed up on, like, one of the shores, and they're like, it's like comes some crazy demon pig. <laughs> demon pig? Demon pig. It wound up being a raccoon? It wound up being a raccoon because it was all like it was all like bloated and like skinned. They couldn't oh, okay. I was about to say they couldn't tell from the weird eyes, but skinned. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't man, I don't like the ocean, like when things come in from when you see like the CSI show and they'd be like, Oh, she's this body's been in the water for three weeks. You're like, There's no way. Right. Like when they look at it, it looks like a like it looks like a big balloon. And you're like, Oh, it's not gonna figure out anything. <laughs> But then they're like, we let it dry, and I'm always like, oh, you can still do that, right? 
<laughs> That's how that works. You can let stuff dry. I forget about that. Um, it's like the concept of a dryer. <laughs> <laughs> like the idea that something dries after it's wet. You're like, what? Oh, I do that. Um, yeah, it's, it's just weird. I only wore my clothes once because yeah. I just washed them and they never get dry. <laughs> There's another machine you use? What? I don't understand. Uh, what's laundry? Um, <laughs> I just burn my clothes afterwards. I just wear them until they fall off. This shirt is going to stay on me for another six months. Right. <laughs> With some luck, this will be here for at least eight. If it rots off, I'll have this emblem suntanned on me for a while. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes some... So that's not really interesting to me, the idea of the washed up furry thing. Like, Right, yeah. That's not that's not exciting. How about we dry it and we find out it's like someone's like golden retriever and it just got bloated in the water. <laughs> that's really sad. Right. right. But it's really sad. You immediately go to, no. Dog died? No. But uh, the other one they had was kind of creepy, honestly. It was a creepy one. Um, it's They've got this footage of a moose on the side of the road. And right. this guy's like pulled over filming the moose. But then all of a sudden he starts coming. He's like, oh, man, what is that? What is that? And there's this thing kind of in the woods a couple feet off from the moose. And it's like standing and crouching and standing and crouching, but it's like move like it's got like a weird kind of quick movement to it. Right. And um, I mean I don't know like it would have to be like a, a hairless bear because like it's it's big it's good size. Ooh, ooh, um, that's uncomfortable. Right, like it's creepy because it's got noticeably four limbs and it keeps crouching and standing and crouching and standing. I don't know whatever came of that one. Like I, I meant to follow up with that because I was like intrigued. The video it's about. Seven seconds. So here's the thing. Like, when these viral videos come out, like, I need both sides of the video. I need all of the video. Right, yeah. This is whack. Right. Like, I don't need just the seven seconds where the thing's there. I need to know what's going on beforehand and after because I don't want – because – Then it's not exciting. Well, well, then it it doesn't make sense to me. Right. I need to know, like, why were you driving around filming mooses? Moose eye. I mean, have you seen that one video with that really big moose in the middle of the road? Right. No, but I get why you're filming that. But I also understand the context that I'm driving and I see a giant moose. And I'm like, get get the camera out. Get the phone out. We're going to film this giant moose. And you see in the other lane, a car going backwards, chasing the moose. Like, you're huge, moose. Right. I get that. That makes sense to me. But who's the guy pulled over on the side of the road like, there's a moose over there. And then he's like, wait a minute. What's that that behind the moose? (laughs) And it's right, like, it almost seems like staged. Right, it doesn't feel right. That's the thing. It's like I need to know that you were cruising along and you were like, "Oh, there's a moose. I'm a hunter. My name's Dave the Hunter. Just came across this moose right here. It's got it's got a good set of antlers on it. We're gonna we're gonna watch it, see where it goes. I'm gonna mark this spot on my map. And in hunting season in two weeks, I'm coming back here. Then I got some context. Okay, right, now I understand. Right, you go around filming moose because you're a killer. Okay, I get it. All right, cool. I understand. Serial killer. Serial killer. That's what hunters are. Look, look, man. In the deer community, they have our pictures up, and they're like, "This guy has killed nine of us. What are we doing about it?" <laughs> deer police force. <laughs> Where's where are the deer police on this? Are they going to do anything? Are they going to do anything? That's look, all I want to know. Look at their dainty hooves. What are they going to do? Right. The deer police are like, "Look, we try, but every time they get close, we get skittish and we run off." <laughs> okay, they don't fear us. Okay, we're like real big, but like they're they're not spooked. <laughs> We clag our horns together against the trees, and they just keep coming right at us. I don't know, man. We've sent all the warning signals. Done everything we can do. I don't know. This will just be unsolved. It's not unsolved, Dave. We've got a photo of the guy. Here's him with the picture of the dead <laughs> we guy. We found it on his Facebook, posing with our dead dad. Where are you? <laughs> that was real dark. What you, whatever. The deer police are incompetent. Like They've stopped zero murders last season. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't see one headline, deer police save a deer. I didn't see one of those. That's true. That's true. Deer police, step your game up. But, like, I don't understand why you're sitting there, and then all of a sudden you go, whoa, what's that? What's that behind the moose? And it's some, like, dude in, like, a like a skin suit waving around like a yeah, madman. Yeah, and it's, like, a creepy-looking thing. and just kind of crouches and stands and crouches and stands. I don't, I don't know. It was on Fox News about three weeks ago. I don't know if it's still up there. If it is, check it out. It's like 7 to 12 seconds. I don't know. Like, I believe in the cryptid animals. I think there's undiscovered stuff that we can still explore and understand. They said the giant squid was extinct forever, and then they found one. And I'm like, oh, I guess it's not. But they don't <laughs> wow. issue apologies for that. Like, they're not like, hey, sorry, everyone, we called a liar. Sorry. But, um, but yeah, like, some of those, I need context. I need more on my viral videos. We need to know. I need to know. And with that, we're going to get out to a break. And when we come back, we got one more segment of Nerds Like Radio coming up to wrap up this beautiful Friday for you. <laughs> 
ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Tug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons & Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family-friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. Ooh, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Say Nerd Talk Radio sent you and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen of Conroe, to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm Corey DLG, and with me as typical is Nico DLG. Yeah, it's your boy Ned here. That's right. Uh, no captain, the Joey Savage is absent. We uh, would miss him, but we don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to us on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And you can hear us worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And um, check us out at facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. Um, all the goodies, www.nerdthugradio.com. The podcast will drop at 6.01 p.m. Uh, I think that's about all the the stuff I need to say. There, I mean, right, yeah, that's, that's Responsibilities unloaded, you know what I'm saying? It's like when you have a chore, you do it first, and then you got the whole day to just... Do nothing. Eat cereal and watch cartoons, man. It's a good day. Right, yeah. Before we get too far into the, uh, the greatness, good the good day, yeah. Let me let me do my last chore of the day here and tell you about our friends, RNA Sports. It's not really a chore to tell you this, but I just it, it's, a, it's a responsibility that I want to fulfill because I love my guys at RNA Sports. They are at uh, 3501 North Fraser Street in Conroe, Texas, right there at uh, 77303. And the thing that you need to know this week is the Astro Sweaters are in. Oh, the big ones. The ones that <laughs> everyone's right. losing their mind over. That's right, boys. The Astro sweaters are in. So what that means for you is if you haven't already ordered or if you have already if you have already ordered, reach out to them. Make sure you've paid. If you have already ordered and paid, it's here. Call, Contact them. Make arrangements. Get your sweater. If you haven't ordered, if you haven't paid, there will be some extras, some leftovers. So get in touch with them as quickly as possible. These things will probably sell out like hotcakes. They are going to sell out. There's, there's, there's literally no, no doubt that these aren't going to sell out. He's actually already been on a couple. He's been on The Bull already. He's already been at Channel 2 News. The media cycle is starting. The sweaters are in. These things are hot. They will be gone very quickly. If you want one, you need to get a hold of them. RNA Sports. All of your sports collectible and nerd signature collectible memorabilia, all sorts of stuff, wrestling and sports and all that. RNA Sports, right there on North Frazier. Check the Facebook. Get in touch with these guys if you're trying to get a hold of one of these sweaters because the time is running out. All right, so that being said, Nico, you said you had something here, huh? Yeah, it's some some news, some e-gaming. So you've been following the Overwatch League, you know, here and there. Yes, you yes, were, yes, you were, yes. You were excited. I, I, I enjoyed it. I actually watched the playoffs. Uh, in whole, I watched all the playoffs. You watched all of them? I did. And um, it was really exciting. Um, now, Philadelphia was in the finals against London. It was the Fusion versus the Spitfire. Mm-hmm. And Philly was a wild card. They were like a five seed. Oh, wow. So, like, middle bracket. Like, like yeah. Like, kind of had no business being in the finals. Right. Because if you go chalk, they should have lost three times. Um. But that's, that's sports talking, Nico. I'm sorry. What that means is if you go by higher seed always wins. Right, yeah. They no. should have lost three different matchups. Right. Um, London Spitfire, I believe, though, was a higher ranked seed. I think they were a one seed. One or two. And uh, there might have been two. Now that you say that, there might have been two on the other bracket. And so a five seed and a two seed in the playoffs. Right, yeah. That's something you usually don't see. Uh, a one or two, you should expect to be there. If you're a one or a two, you're probably maybe, there. maybe a three, you feel like I'm one of the teams that should be but there. But two and five? Two and five. That's not a matchup you would expect to see in the finals. And Philadelphia actually started strong. They won the first few matches of the... The set? It's sort of like, yeah, like that's the way to say it, a set. It's like tennis. There's um, five different types of games in Overwatch. And they play each of the five games. And when you win them, 
you get like a point. It's like tennis. Yeah. And so that's how it's scored out. And Philadelphia was in the lead after the first two games. They were winning the first two sets, and then... So they won the whole first two sets, so all they had to do is one win one more set? Right, and London won three in a row. Wow, okay, that was a little bit of an upset. Right, it, it was at that point, because they split it up over two days, because it's a lot of games. Yeah. And um, the second day, essentially, it was two-to-one Philly. Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden, it finished 3-2. Right. And then all of a sudden... It's not a good feeling. Nope. <laughs> now, if you're Philadelphia, you got to feel great about it. You weren't supposed to be there. You'd been struggling with some things. They had some issues throughout the season. They picked up a guy mid-season who helped them out a lot. Um, I don't remember any of the names. I need to remember. But the names are all the usernames, so it's kind of hard to... All right, yeah. That's the next step for them is to, to work on that, to make the usernames a little bit more... Like, rememberable. Yeah. But... Um, oh, that just comes from the players. It does. It'll, it'll it get does. there. It's a growing field. They'll get it there. It is. It is. But there were, you know, tons of people watching. It was in New York. Um, next season, everyone comes home. So this year, everybody was in L.A., I think, for most of it, and they went to New York for the finals. Uh, to I might have that backwards. It might have been in New York, and they went to L.A. for the finals. One of the two. But they were in one place for all of it. Mm-hmm. This year, this coming season, they're going to go to their respective homes. So the Philly team will be in Philadelphia. The Houston team will be in Houston. Wow, so it's home team advantage, home field right. advantage. So ideally, yes, that's what they're trying to do. The, the first year they played everybody together to keep it simpler and a little bit more cheap while these other places were getting built. It takes some time to build these things. Right. But now there should be home arenas for these guys. Um, but anyway, so the All-Star game is coming up. Right, yeah. Uh, and so this is this is where people are getting upset. So if you're if you're watching the videos and you're watching the streams when uh, when they were when they're hosting these uh, the Overwatch plays, you could get you could get in-game currency that you could spend on skins that were available exclusive to this to this Overwatch season cuz you know, Blizzard's super excited about it. You know, when they first started Overwatch, they're like this is not going to be competitive and then like, you know, they 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 came out and they're like, "All right, never mind, guys. We're going to do this ourselves." Yeah, I don't man, I, Overwatch took over. Right, yeah, it's 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 been it was like as soon as it came out, it was like a huge upswing. It's kind of taken a little bit of a downswing as of recently. A lot of things, a lot of changes, people aren't very happy with. A lot of the new heroes, they feel people aren't aren't really that happy with because they're too strong or they're yeah, but they're kind of they're it, it's it's a balancing act because yeah, you know, there's there's like what like twenty something characters and they're to gonna nerf from. it all out. Also, like yeah, okay, the hamster drives a robot. Okay, great, it's hard to kill. Right, yeah, but they'll work on it. Right, yeah, it, it's never it's never the end of the world. But uh, the main thing people were really upset about is that once you got these currency, you could spend them on the skins. But if you were, I don't know, a madman and you hoarded all of them, at the very end they released these all star skins for very popular characters, Tracer and Genji. That if you were to pay for them, because you can pay for the coins separately, would cost about fifteen dollars a piece for one skin. <laughs> oh. Um, there was some fan reaction to that, and actually they just released an article the other day where they knocked the price down. The preview price was $20, and now it's down to $10. So that's a little bit of a help there. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a steep, that is a steep cost for one skin. It's not even something that would, like, benefit you in any way, which I wouldn't promote to begin with, but, you know, it's not like a, it's not a direct advantage. It's literally just a cosmetic thing, but it's... Yeah, but it's excessively expensive for one item. It is, but I think in order for a league of any kind to be successful, you have to find those different ways to monetize, right? Other ways, other ways to bring in revenue. You can't really sell. There's going to be some jersey sales for stuff like this. There's going to be some apparel, but probably not a ton unless they, until they finally get into some cool. Yeah, but that's more artwork. like. But that's more specifically like the brand. Like Blizzard is like gonna is making a killing of off Overwatch regardless, even if this Overwatch yeah, for doesn't sure. do well. But that's not what... The, an E-League is not the same thing as the brand. And so you need the E-League to be successful in other ways. You need to show more opportunities for money to come in because you want to... Here's the, here's the goal of every league. Grow salaries, grow revenue, grow brand. So if a sport isn't doing those three things every year, it's failing. And you don't want to stay stagnant either. The WNBA for a long time has stayed the same. And that's a that's a failure in terms of uh, American capitalist marketing branding worlds. That's not staying the same, staying stagnant is not success. Right. Yeah. Um, you want to you want to keep going forward. Right. And so the WNBA tried to find new ways to monetize, and they actually went to, 
I think starting in next year, you'll have to pay seventeen ninety nine to watch the whole season on like a pay per view concept. And they're going to start over from there and try some different stuff. And I think that's a total mistake. But what they're trying to do is find more ways to, ways to bring in revenue. Right. Um, I get what you're saying. The skins are expensive. $10 for a video game skin is expensive. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. Because it doesn't change anything. It's just a, You're right. It's just a visual cosmetic thing. But it's also a status thing. And video games are all about that status. you got to flex on them. <laughs> you gotta show them. you got to show them haters, man. you gotta, you got to brush them shoulders off. You, you really do. In video games, more than anything else, swagger is a, it's a big level of it. Because it's confidence, right? It's all right. about, oh, I totally can do this. Because right. it's all the same. you just got to know your, your stats and your math and what works in your favor. So, yeah, I mean, 10 bucks, it's a lot. But, man, when you 20 stunt, bucks is way more. When you're stunting on them. Yeah, right. When you flexing on, like, oh, look at this! Look at all this money I spent on this game. So I used to sell cars at CarMax. Right. Uh, and there was a conversation I had with somebody one time, a different salesman, where essentially we were talking about people who make poor economic choices. Why would they spend more money on their car than they do in their house? Why right. would their car payment be more than their house payment? Why? Why would someone live like that? Right. And um, someone answered the question to him one time when he asked it, because he did ask it, and the, and the answer was, "People don't see my house, but they see what I roll up in." Fair point. So, yeah, I'm going to spend $20 on the skin if I want to look like... Uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's right. If I want them to know that I'm the best Overwatch player, I'm going to spend some money. You know, you bring up a very solid point. This happens a lot in my, uh, my the card game world. Max rarity, of course. Exactly. If somebody can spend money, even if the card's not great, but you put it down and someone goes, oh, man, he just that's a $50 card. Right. He's got three more in his deck. Like, this guy's a big deal. Flex on him. He might be nobody, but he spent $200. <laughs> right. So. He's going to show off. <laughs> he's going to show off. And that's relevant. Like, it's, part of it is swagger. I mean, it is. You want people to know, hey, man, I'm good at what I do. Right, yeah. I Feel take this. pride. <laughs> I take this very seriously, and I'm going to win. Now, that being said. You could be garbage. <laughs> yeah, and when you get out there and I kill you and you're in their all-star skin and I'm in my free skin, I'm going to say something on the right. Now, now, now you feel bad. You're gonna know. You're gonna know. I paid zero dollars for my skin. <laughs> I stole this game from. I don't even pay money for this game. <laughs> this was in a red box. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I spent zero dollars in this game. All right. And with that, we're gonna steal out of here. Just gonna steal. Just, just gonna steal out of here. Uh, thank you everybody for listening today. It's been a great day. Uh, when you hear us on Monday, Joey Savage will be back. We'll, the, we'll be back up to full strength instead of running this half Max, strength. Maximum speed. Maximum speed. Minimal effort. Um, and, we'll, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Big thanks to Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, RNA Sports, and Cox ATA. Thank you, Conroe. Thank you, IR Lone Star. And with that, saying I'm Corey DLG. And for Nico DLG, yep. same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. <laughs>